Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. Guess what? I'm one brother. <laughs> and I'm the second brother. Hey, hey. welcome, everybody. And I'm Rita. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Back to you. Okay, look, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're going to be looking at this topic, and it's a very, very powerful topic. This topic is the profit in responsibility. The profit in responsibility. You see, um, especially in our community, the black community, we, we fail to realize by our action, the profit that is inherent in responsibility. Let me explain. There's a saying that says, to know and not to do is not to know. Mm. So in so many ways, we say, oh, yes, I know this. Oh, yes, I know that. Oh, I know that already. I know that already. But are you doing it? Mm. Because if you're not doing it, that proves that you don't really know what you say you know. And that's one of these things with this profitability and responsibility. Oh, yes, I know it's good to take responsibility. Oh, yes, I know it's, uh, it's, it's the right thing to do. But do you take responsibility or do you defer responsibility? Imagine a scenario where everybody, they come into the, and they say, oh, who should do, um, who wants to do this? And everybody starts scratching their head, start looking, you know, <laughs> everybody, nobody wants to, you know, put their hand off because there's this, feeling that if I put my hand up, then I'm the stupid one. Because now I'm going to be lumbered with the responsibility. Then you now have a past-the-buck culture that, as a matter of fact, costs us heavily in our community. Okay. Now, before I go into how much it costs us heavily, let me just get Mr. Claire in. Let's get his thoughts. What do you think, Mr. Claire? Wow. It's, this is an amazing, amazing topic because... Um, Nobody wants to take responsibility. Everybody jerks away, turns away from it, you know, squirm away. Especially even in, in a job where people are getting paid to do a job. And they just say, volunteers for anything. And everybody, uh, somebody else, please put up your hand, you know. And it seems like everybody's hiding in plain sight. We're looking at all of you. There's only two, you know, uh, hey, hello, you're whole there, you know, and nobody, nobody wants, nobody wants to stick their neck out. But it's, isn't it amazing? At the end of the year, you know, when they're doing appraisals and uh, when they're doing, when they're giving people pay rises, everybody wants that. You know, everybody wants the pay rise. Everybody wants the. One wants the bonus, the big bonus, the big bonus, you know, but nobody wants to be the one to shine throughout the year. But the way you get the big bonus, the way you get promoted, the way you get the, the recognition that you want is to be the one that, you know, get used, get, get used to taking responsibility. That becomes a part of you. You know, that you feel weird when you're some, somebody else takes it before you do. You're like, oh, hang on a minute. Okay. Oh, so you're, you're not stepping up, you know? 
But you know, I've, I've gotten used to taking responsibility, even to the point of paying for every meal. When I sit down, I just sit down and I make sure I'm, I'm the one that pays for the meal. I'll buy the coffee. And, you know, that way people, you, you know, I, um, it's, it's, it's something that you just get used to and it builds up on and there is big profit in it. There's big profit in it because the way people are with you is also somehow, you know, they talk behind your back. They talk about you when you're not there. And what are they saying about you? Are they saying that, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, it's, it's somebody that we can rely on, somebody that can take care of it, someone that can get it done. Or are they saying, well, we're not sure. We're not sure about him. We don't know whether he's up to the task or not, you know. Um, so but back to you, Mr. Phil. You know, what you just said there, Mr. Clare, it's very, it's almost going to take me into the meat of this but I'm going to resist it and get Rike's thought before we go into the meat of this. <laughs> Rike. <laughs> well, responsibility is very important. I remember when I was young, like the first couple of things that dad taught us was to take responsibility for everything. You know, even if <laughs> down to me and my brothers arguing and everything, he'd be like, oh, what did you do? What did you do? And we'd be like, oh, he hit me. Oh, he did this. Then my dad would be like, no, what did you do? <laughs> so from very young, we, we all learn how to take responsibility, which, which has paid off later in my life because even in the workplace or like in my daily life, I, I choose to take responsibility of everything that happens to me and all the actions and decisions that I make. So it's very vital because taking responsibility is what sets your life on a trajectory where you know you're the one who's making the choices so yeah back to you yeah like Rick I said there from the time yeah. they were kids you know I started making them appreciate that you're responsible for everything that happens to you the good the bad and the ugly and people will be like how do you mean what do you mean how am I responsible for that bad thing that happens well what I'm saying is that you're responsible to how you respond to everything. That is where the power lies. The power is in your hand because you have the power to respond. You have no power to on what happens, on how what everybody decides or whatever. No, what you have power over is how you respond. Okay, and that guess what? Respond ability. <laughs> when you break responsibility down, you get respond ability. So Mr. Claire was saying earlier on about him taking responsibility even to buy the coffee. And let's, let's take this even to government and country level. You see, we there's profitability and responsibility even for countries. You find that are countries that take responsibility for their production, take responsibility for their security, take responsibility for their welfare take responsibility for all the aspects of their life, are doing way better than countries that have to rely on another country for responsibility for, for security, countries that have to rely on another country for their welfare, countries that rely on other countries for their... But how does that happen? It just doesn't happen suddenly. It happens gradually 
when countries do not take responsibility for their own little, little things that builds up to the fact that by the time they now look around, they find out that everything that is important to their welfare has now been deferred. Now, that is a very important word. Deferred. Because if you don't take responsibility, you will be deferring it to somebody else. Let me repeat this. If you do not take responsibility, you'll be deferring it. And guess what? Just like a parent, I'm glad Arike used the example of when they were growing up. A parent takes responsibility for the house. They have to pay the bills. They have to take care of the security of the house. They have to make sure that everybody's fine in the house. But guess what? They get to make the rules. They get to make, they get to eat whatever they want to eat. They get to watch whatever. There's some <laughs> Nigerian, I know we're coming from Nigeria, but there's some Nigerian families where the father is the one that holds the remote control. <laughs> that is the symbol for he who holds the responsibility holds the freedom. Mm. You know? So again, so the parent taking care of the house, oh, taking the responsibility is the one that says, okay, everybody has to be home by 10. They make the rules, okay? Now, guess what? My children, the more they take responsibility, the less control I exert over them. Because responsibility is what determines whether you are ready for freedom. Nothing else mm. does. Nothing else does. Are you willing to take responsibility for this? If you're willing to take full responsibility for this, then you can now enjoy the freedom and the profit in that. If you're um, willing to take more responsibility, then your freedom and your enjoyment goes completely directly in proportional to your, your, your willingness to take responsibility. So someone like Rika now, Rika is my firstborn. Like, 90% or 99% of her movement is in her hands now. But it's not the same with our last born. What's the difference? Responsibility. Am I making sense, Mr. Clay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, you know, I love the way you broke oh. down responsibility. I love the way you broke that down to responsibility. You know, and how that then you know, increases. The more you do it, the more responsibility you take, the more your ability to respond to circumstances grow. You know, and I find that life is actually more interesting that way anyway. You know, because you're not being, like you say, you're not being babysitted everywhere. You know, you're seen as an adult because, you know, the more you engage your ability to respond, you're learning new things. Your volunteering takes you out of your comfort zone. You know, taking responsibility takes you, you know, not, you know, it takes you into a, a, a section of not a lot of people would do that. Not a lot of people would be like that, you know. So people look forward to spending time with you. People look forward to, see, you know, being with you because you're not gonna run away from taking responsibility. Um, 
you know, I, I think people need to, you know, take more responsibility, you know, because, you know, it, it like the, 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 the reward for that is your, your, you are getting more freedom, you're getting more respect, you're getting more reward, you know, you're, you're, you're becoming your, uh, an entity in your own right, you know. Um, as, what, what, what is a nation? Well, a nation is made up of individuals, of people. So, you know, if you look at a, a whole nation and you see a high percentage of them not taking responsibility or not being taught to take responsibility, then you can see why they are in the state they are, they're in. But if, if you know, if, if you have a country where people put up their hands and say, well, I'll fix that, you know, leave that with me. Then that's a powerful nation. It's just, it's just like um, one of the things that when you look at the USA, the America, you know, they fought for to, to gain freedom from the British many years ago. And they have strong gun laws. You know, not a lot of countries have that. They have so much taking responsibility to make sure that even they are ready to take up arms as the last line of defense against even their own government. They say the government decide to go against the people. People are ready to take up arms against the government. That is serious responsibility. You know, that is that is like <laughs> that is serious responsibility. So I'll, I'll pass it back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Clay. I was sitting here nodding hard when you were talking. Nodding hard because that again, like you said, you can judge how strong a country is or how weak a country is directly proportional to how, how many or how much of that population takes responsibility. We keep saying everything affects everything else. Are the streets clean in that country? If the streets are clean, that means someone is taking responsibility. If the streets are dirty, that means someone is not taking responsibility. Okay, are people, people, are people keeping time in that country? If people are keeping time in that country, that means that people are keeping responsibility. If people are not keeping time, that means people are not taking responsibility, you know? And these things have a knock-on effect. I've just given two. Now multiply that by thousands and hundreds of thousands of little, little, little things. And then you now see the picture of that country, of that people, of that community. What are we saying? As I'm talking, you lots are hearing me and you're saying that, hang on, it's true, you know, in our community, we don't really do this. I've seen so many times here where people in our community don't feel no way to defer their responsibility to the white country or to the Chinese or to, to anybody that is willing to take it. Don't, don't give us... And they don't know, they don't know that in that token, they're deferring all the good. They're deferring all the respect. They're deferring all the advantage to that country. A simple example that Mr. Kinley gave is that as we defer more 
responsibility for Chinese companies to come into Africa, guess what they're coming to do? They're coming, they're delivering on what they're saying, they're taking responsibility to build that bridge. But while they're doing that, guess what, guess what they're doing? They're taking the prime real estate. They're making sure that all the instructions are in Chinese. Guess what they're doing? They're taking over slowly but surely. Why? Because they're taking responsibility. And how is that possible? Because the people there are deferring responsibility. Then we say nobody respects us. If there's a saying that, um, I don't know whether I've spoken to this about my, to my children, but I think they've, they've got this, this by osmosis. Respect is not demanded. Respect is earned. Don't ever make the mistake that you're going to demand your respect because you've got white hair. You can see my white hair on my beard. <laughs> Sometimes in Africa, we think white hair is respect. Hmm. Sometimes we think our chronological age is all you need to be respected. The guy can be a complete and utter, don't let me call names, but because he's got white hair, it leads everybody into a train wreck. He lacks wisdom, but he's got white hair. Respect is not white hair. Respect is not a title. That's another thing. People think title is um, leadership. No. Responsibility is leadership. Mm. You can name this guy commander-in-chief of all the supreme armed forces of all the galaxies. <laughs> and he feels no responsibility. And you call this guy just his name. Just Moses. And the guy takes responsibility and leads. Mm. I can tell you that guy will have far more respect far more impact, far more relevance than the guy that is the commander-in-chief of all the armed forces of all this universe, of all the galaxies combined. We go after titles instead of the real thing, which is the responsibility. Why are your thoughts, Rike? <laughs> I totally agree. And it's funny, it's funny because growing up, I don't know, you know, as you grow, you go to school and things, and that school, sometimes your teacher will tell you, oh, this is this is the way to do this thing, this is that. And me being me, as I grew up, I always kind of questioned everything. So why is this like that? Why do I have to do it that way? What, if, what about if I feel like my way is more effective for me to produce what you're asking for? But because that they were older, it was like, oh no, you have to listen to what I say, you know, and I always felt like I didn't agree with it because everybody should be given their consensus to talk and express their, their views and opinions. And then obviously as time goes on, you know, you'd be able to see whether this person is about what they're talking about. But in terms of demand and respect, just because I don't know, somebody of course they're they're given their due respect for elder um for being older, but I don't know. It shouldn't. It should never be demanded. Then that respect is not is not coming um, a genuine place. Person is agreeing to respect you rather than you taking it and 
you know, it, it doesn't always end well, to be honest. So I don't know. But taking res- responsibility yourself is is paramount, I believe. Back to you, Okay, I think we were having some technical difficulties there, Rike, and I know you could see um, you were glitching. Um, yeah. Apologies, everybody. I, I'm not sure what's happening. The, the technical technical uh, thing, your Wi-Fi, you might be a bit far far from your Wi-Fi or, or something. So um, we'll sort that out next time. So apologies, everybody. You know, these things happen. We're going on live. But from what Rike was saying there, yeah. You know, and one of the things that... I, I do, it's like, okay, from, for children, as long as you let them know that they have to earn the freedom from that responsibility. So they take responsibility. There's no point, oh, I, I want to take responsibility. I, I want to take responsibility. Then they give you responsibility that you fail. Okay, you're not ready. It just shows that you're not ready. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You're only ready when you can deliver on mm. that responsibility. Leah, what do you think? Yeah, it's um I think you know your ability to respond and you must add maturity to that. Mm. Because leading people is is a is a very subtle thing. People can read through you very easily. And um you will find that uh we have a lot of people around us that are looking at us, looking at you and checking how you respond to situations and, 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 and gauging a lot. Because a lot of people don't know you. They don't really know you. They just see, they see your reactions and they see your responses to, to circumstances and, and situations. Um, which is which is a big shame because you know most people's relationship with us. Um, you would think that oh, come on, you, you should you should know what to expect. You should know that is me that is done. But no, no, not, not necessarily. Because if you don't have a track record of showing them a consistency of action. And showing them that, or oh, you're, 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 you know, if your track record is you're always late, or if your track record is you're always making excuses, you know, if your track record is, you know, you're always um, blaming somebody else, you're not taking ownership, then people, people, especially people that need something done, would not necessarily give it to you to, to for you to do it. So I would say we always have to look in the mirror every day. We always have to look um, at what we're doing, how we're doing it, and ask, ask ourselves certain questions. Are we demanding enough of ourselves? Am I pushing myself enough? You know, we can get tired that you need refueling, you refueling, you need um, to recharge your batteries. And take those times seriously because, you know, burnout is real. So, you know, always look after yourself, but don't relent on taking responsibility for your actions, taking responsibility for your words, uh, taking and taking responsibility for 
you know, for, for activities that goes on around you. Um, especially with this, you know, in this day and age of social media, where we have so many um, things going on all at the same time. Um, be people with backbone, be a person of backbone. Try and be, um, it's funny because, you know, you might get somebody that they would they would say, yeah, I'm a oh, listen, I'm I'm my own man, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm not scared of anything, I'm not scared of any anybody. Um, you know, yeah, I'm a grown man. I'm 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a mature person. And then you watch their action, you watch their words, you watch them you know, squirming over edges, not taking ownership, not attacking, not taking the bull by the own. And then you think, okay, so there's, this, these things are not lining up. These things are not match, matching each other. If, you're, you're, if you are who you say you are, there should be no, um, you know, there should be, I shouldn't be having this second second thoughts, you know, they things should be joining up. So um yeah, try and be the you know, you know, it's easier said than done, but you know, you you can you have the ability to do it. The ability, you know, you can change, you know, like my mentor Jim Ron says, you're not a tree, you can move, you can you can you can you can decide to be different, you know. Um and yeah, you know, men be men and women be women. You know, let's let's have some real backbone in this day and age. Back to you guys. Thank you, Mr. Kinley. You see, it's all about responsibility. What you were saying there, Mr. Kinley, is like all the good stuff that we're looking for, all the good stuff we're looking for, all the good stuff like we want. Um, Africa to improve, we want our community over here in diaspora to improve, we want our lives to improve, we want our families' life to improve. It's all underpinned by the responsibility that we're really willing to take to make these things happen. Nobody's going to make it happen for us. You know, and what Mr. Kinder was saying there, you know, is that men have to be men. Men have to take the bulls by the horn if we want to see these things happen. Women have to be women. Women have to take responsibility for their part in making these things happen. Again, we, Mr. Kinley used the example of um, at the workplace, that this, this dynamics happen in the workplace as well. It happens everywhere there are human beings where you see people all oh, year, they don't want to take responsibility. But when Christmas is approaching, they're looking forward to their bonus. Everybody now suddenly have the gusto. Everybody now suddenly have the energy because their focus is now. So human nature, we all want the goods. But again, it's back to what we're saying, that pay the price for the price. So guess what? Taking responsibility is the foundation of that price. 
that you're going to pay for the price. So again, when we look at countries, I, I, I know I'm taking it, you know, um, from the diaspora to Africa, back to diaspora, back to Africa, back to normal day life. And I know that I'm focusing on um, our community right now, but this thing happens in every community. The only thing is that our community is plagued. It's like, <laughs> it's like I don't want to use, I, I was going to use terminal cases, but I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to use terminal cases, but honestly, it's everywhere you turn, at, at least in other communities, you can see that, yes, they may have the issue, but it's not as bad as ours. That's why I'm focusing on, on us. Shine a touchlight to this thing that 99.9% .9 of what is ailing us is because we run away from responsibility. We run away from responsibility. Oh, but they're not giving me responsibility though. They're not giving me... You don't ask for responsibility. You take it. Hmm. You take it. You, before you get there, you've done, they get there, you've done it. They'll be like, who did this? I did. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. Okay. Good job. Guess what? Next time, they will be hoping that you do it. The next time you do it, they'll be like, that's his department. And then you take the profit in that. So I'm talking to the population in Nigeria, Africa, that will say, well, but they're not giving us responsibility. They're not letting us, they're not. It's not about letting you volunteer yourself. You take the reins. You do what you know you need to do. There's this other thing about, oh, but everyone else is not doing nothing though. How am I going? Look, let me give you this story. That was a time. You see, I learned a lot coming to this country. I learned a lot coming to this country. And one of amongst a lot is responsibility. One of, one of the things that struck me when I got to this country was that I landed in this country not long. I was working in Burger King. I was cleaning schools. I was, you know, then I was cleaning the roads. Mr. Clay, I was cleaning the roads in London. And I was, you know, some people would be like, Talo Renshe, I wanted the money. I wanted the money. <laughs> so I was cleaning the roads in London. This was way before you were born, Rick. Eh? You didn't know I did that, did you? I was cleaning the roads. So I was a mile end, imagine. I was a mile end cleaning the road. Then something just struck me. Boom. Mr. Phil. Here you are, cleaning the road in Mile End, albeit for money, you know, but you will not be caught dead cleaning Marina in Lagos. You will not be caught dead. You'd rather die than clean Yaba. <laughs> You'd rather not be on earth than clean Ikeja. Here you are now in Mile End in London. Shame on you. You're now willing to clean hair? I think I was 20 years old then, and that thing struck me then, and I'm like, man, this is wrong. 
I'm not willing to clean where I came from, but I'm willing to go and clean some foreigner's land. How many people have that kind of story, but never check themselves? Mm. It never dawned on them that they're willing to take responsibility in another man's land, but neglect that same responsibility in their land. Mm. Mr. Clare, what are your thoughts? Wow, that's, that's one of those humbling experiences where you just, um, you realize, wow, you know, this is, this is, this is incredible. Um, and, and, it, and, it, and it affects your character because your character, you know, we need to build our characters to take responsibilities. You know, yeah, we're, we're from Africa, we're from a blessed land where we're so blessed that we, we want to pay for everything. We don't want to pay for things to be done for us. You know, but without paying the price of actually putting ourselves in that position, you know, to demand that. Um, so, but I think what you said there, you know, you have that, you know, Eureka moment of, oh, wow. You know, there's so many things that, you know, you, you see yourself doing. Um, but it comes from, it comes from within you because most people would not even realize that or have that realiza um, realization, reala realization, you know, that awakening. Um, I, I know that we are destined for great things. I know that we are people of responsibilities and we wear it very well. And we're, we're here to accomplish great and mighty things. Um, it's not, you know, it's, raising a family is, is fantastic because they are the next generation. But the way you live your life, a lot of people are watching, a lot of people are taking note, a lot of people are, you know, using you as their blueprint. So take responsibility, look for it. Don't ask for it, take it, like you said, and do it and continue doing it. Build those muscles, build those intelligence. And, you know, you find life, life, is, life is a wonderful journey. You know, it's a party when you do that. <laughs> okay. I agree. I was just thinking, you know, in your life, you can't make anything happen or change anything without taking responsibility. You know, taking responsibility is the first step. Because if, you, if you're always deferring your responsibility onto other people and you're like, oh, I want this to happen in my life, but you've given all of the responsibility to somebody else, how do you expect anything to change when you're not in control of the things that you want in your own life? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So, like, I, I believe initiative is where it all begins. Like, you have to have the initiative to be like, I want to do this for myself. I want to change this. I want to be able to create something or produce these certain things and have these certain aspirations and goals. And without taking that responsibility, you can't, you can't do anything, literally, because you won't be able to handle the pressure or the skills or even acquire the skills in which it takes to be the type of person that you're wanting to be. 
in the future. So it all begins and ends with responsibility. You can't expect anybody to do it for you. Back to you. Again, like you say, you have, it is the same for the individual, for the collective, for the community, and for the nation. And all it is, is scale. And like Mr. Kinley said earlier on, when it comes to the country level, is how many people in that country takes responsibility. When it comes to your personal level, when no one is looking, when no one is checking, are you taking responsibility? So can you see everything has a knock on effect? Quick story, um, you know, um, because I didn't finish that um, thought pattern when I was saying that, when people say, but I'm the only one gonna be taking responsibility, what about me? Quick story about that. I've done many jobs in the UK. I've done many jobs. Maybe that's because maybe that's so that I can tell stories about them. <laughs> there was one time I was working in the sugar factory, shoveling sugar, bag, bagging sugar, tate and lao sugar, imagine. <laughs> and anyway, I think Rick actually um, saw my uniform for tate and lao sugar, but he didn't see the cleaning side. All the cleaning was done before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I'm laughing. Anyways, I was in, I was in Tetralau Sugars, and we we're meant to be bagging sugars. And my shift, I was with another guy, and so when we finish our shift, another shift will take over, and you could see that our shift we will do fifteen pallets of sugar. The other shift we do eight pallets. Then the other shift would do seven. And our shift, we're always doing double. And for us to do that, we'll be killing ourselves. Honestly, you know, killing ourselves. And then I'll be looking at these supervisors. They'll be writing 15 for us, eight for the other shift. And nobody will say anything like, I'm looking at this. These people are not working hard. Can you not see? We're killing ourselves here. At least let them do 10. Let them do 10. And guess what they will do? When they'll stop talking to our shift, they'll be looking to push us more. Not the one that is doing seven. Not the one that is doing eight. They'll be slight talking about, well, you guys should do more today. Blah, 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 blah. I'll be looking at, I'm going to kill somebody here. <laughs> <laughs> I used to feel so cheated until the universe one day just spoke into my spirit and said, don't worry about it. You just keep going. You just keep doing the right thing. You just keep pushing yourself. And the universe told me, he said, look around you. And I looked around. He said, you see, those people that are not working, they're going to be here years after you've left. Hmm. They're here. They're comfortable. So they ain't going nowhere. You, you're not comfortable. You're going to get out. Guess what? The moment I had a chance to get out. <laughs> Mr. Clay, can you relate? <laughs> I can definitely relate. Uh, like, but that is the thing because, you know, the 
like you, you always say that the 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 the, um, the battles that you win in 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 secret, you know, you will be rewarded in public. Yes. So that is yeah. not. You know, you're not doing it for the audience right now. Whatever you're doing in secret that nobody's seeing, that you're pushing yourself, you're working hard. You know, when you are when you get your rewards, it will be in public, and everybody will think, "Oh, he was born that way." They they won't understand that you've been on a journey. They will just say, "Oh, he was. He's always been like that." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw him the way he was packing the sugar. You know, he wasn't gonna be here long. <laughs> we knew it was destined for greater things than that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, so uh, but you know th- those skills, those pushing yourself, tenacity, you know, getting it right, you know, it, it, it's all part of the journey. And enjoying those, enjoying the pushing yourself, enjoying stretching your muscles, enjoying you know exercising, you know, to get to build up the strong muscles. So that you can slay the Goliath when you meet him, you know. So um, yeah, back to you, Mr. Phil. Rike. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got caught off guard a little because I was just Sorry. so in in the story and just wondering. Oh, we lost Rike. <laughs> How Uncle said like. Oh, of course he wasn't going to be here long. Of course, you know, we saw the way he was shoveling the sugar. That's what people always do in terms of like, when you are taking responsibility and you're, you're, you're doing what you're meant to be doing and, you know, you have, oh, do you know, in fact, that, that story reminds me of something that I heard recently about failure and how failure gives you such an uncomfortable feeling that you strive to do something about it. Like success is all good, but success doesn't give you that uncomfortable feeling, which makes you want to get up and go and, you know, which motivates you to change and do something different and take control. So, you know, <laughs> that, that story just reminded me of that. And I found it very, very engaging. So, yeah, back to you. Well, you know, uh, sorry again about the glitch. Um, we're going to find a way to sort that out. And again, we're live. But, you know, so these are the things that, like Rike is saying, you know, those uncomfortable moments, we don't like them, but they're there for a reason. They're there to encourage us to take the steps out of whatever situation that we're in that is not um, as good as where we're going, okay? So take responsibility. There is profit in it. Okay, um, I think we should do a part two of this because there's still some things that we should say about this, you know, because again, when you look at it on the country level, it is not good that 99.9% of the things that we're living off in Africa is imported. That shows that we're not taking responsibility. What if they stop the import? Do you know how easy it is for any country to take us out? They don't even have to use their military. They'll just say, don't supply them. <laughs> or poison their food. <laughs> or poison their food. Can you see how vulnerable you are from the individual to the country 
when you don't take responsibility. When we come back, we'll start, let's start looking at the kind of profit that is gained from taking responsibility. Because we're talking about profit, 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 profit. But sometimes it's nice to um, articulate what those profits really are. Okay? And then maybe you can see not only the profiting responsibility, but now start taking responsibility where you are. Again, I know we're looking at Africa on the streets of Nigeria, in your village. I don't care where you are. As long as you've got your personal space, take responsibility. Remember, we're not saying ask for responsibility. We're saying take responsibility. On that note, I'm going to hand over to you guys to talk us out, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see them later. See you guys later. <laughs> Take responsibility. Take it. <laughs> See everybody. What is that what you're gonna say? Oh wow! As oh yeah, <laughs> take responsibility. <laughs> it's important, you know. <laughs> it's important. So I don't know if if there's anything that you're gonna take, it better be responsibility. <laughs> I like that. Did you, ladies and gentlemen, did you see how Rika took responsibility there? She was all ready to go. Then I said, is that what you're going to take? <laughs> On that note, see you guys later. Speak to you next time. Bye-bye.